Nobody. We're gonna do it solo tonight, guys. Um, firstly, I'm gonna minimize my webcam screen because I don't like to see my ugly mug. Um, we've been gone for a while, and we apologize for that. But you know, life happens, and to be quite honest with you, uh, it was the holidays, and it still is the holidays. But I figured we'd uh, we'd go ahead and fit one in, at least one, you know. Just wanted to catch you guys up on current uh, events. Hey, Sang, thanks for joining us. Um, hey, Jer, thanks for joining me. Um, I apologize if I seem a little bit nervous. I'm, I miss my buddy Frank. Oh, thanks, dude. I thought, yeah, I, I did go with the new haircut. Um, I'm going for the gentlemanly look with a little bit of the spike from before, but you know. I think I think it's gonna work out. Anywho, so Frank's not here tonight because uh, he has no internet. He moved to Kansas. I won't tell you where because I know there's a lot of stalkers out there. But uh, he has no internet, and the internet he's going to get pretty soon is incredibly expensive. So no Frank tonight. I'm sure he'll join in on the chat though. Um. He'll be there for a while. And I do uh, miss my buddy. I miss all my buddies. I miss you guys. And I miss the other gentlemen as well. Um, like I said, we've been super busy. Uh, life just kind of hits you, you know? Um, I've moved back to Arizona. I told you guys that already. But <laughs> I've moved twice in the last six months. And uh, my shit is everywhere. I still have tons of shit in boxes. So... That's fun. Hey, Frank, there he is. So, you know, we're getting it all together. And in the meantime, we're not so fantastic about streaming every day. And to be quite honest with you, I will just put it to you this way. We made this channel. We made the Dastardly Gentleman for the sole purpose of having fun, really. I mean... For the longest time, we've always had, I'm sure you guys can relate, but we've always had uh, conversations about, you know, how our jobs are shit, and we hate how, you know, we have to sit there every day and put up with our, you know, boss's shit, or whatever, you know, you hate your job. So, I put this thing together, we put this thing together, um, for, number one, really fun hobby. But number two, for the, the, the possibility that maybe one day it'll be something big. And slowly but surely we've been growing. I mean, we started out with, you know, mostly just our friends watching. And thank you for your support, by the way. But now we've got up to, you know, 100 to 150 listeners and watchers for just about every episode that we do. And I gotta say, it's kind of a big deal. I never thought we would we would get that big. Uh, I mean, I know I'm you know Debbie Downer over here, but uh, we uh, everybody said that we're funny and we should podcast or make you know YouTube videos and all that stuff. But I mean, you balance that with the with life. I mean, you look at Frank, his big family. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah just had a. Had a baby. It was him. Just by him. 
by himself like a like a seahorse <laughs> just kidding now he's got a big family i mean i got a big family every, every we've all got shit to do so i think the point i'm trying to drive home thanks frank is we're gonna still be here no matter what but don't get mad if we're gone for a little bit because shit happens uh, as far as the other gentlemen are concerned that we have in the group here, um, you know we've we've lost some and we've gained some, and I love them all. I wish I wish we could all have more time to hang out with each other, have more time to produce content for you, have more time to just just like the good old days. I mean, I do I, I do for I do miss like when we were in our twenties and land parties and shit. that was awesome. But I'm, to be honest. I'm I'm glad everybody's doing so well. Everybody's got their families. Everybody's got something going on. Nobody is lonely. Shut up, Frank. I like my hair. <laughs> so, for those that have drifted away from us, I welcome you to come back. Uh, for those that have stuck around, thank you so much. Thank you for being loyal. And uh, we'll see what we can do here. Now, since it is just me, I can't do this sober, so give me a second. <laughs> All right. So, just give you a heads up what I've been doing lately. Not that you care. But, uh, as far as video games are concerned, I just beat Doom. I know I'm late to the party, but damn, Doom is good. Doom is so good. Doom was really good once I actually got a NVIDIA GTX 1070 and a 144 hertz monitor. Let me tell you, night and day. Oh my god, so good. And I love the way they did it. Great story. The gore was just fantastic. They, they took back, you know, the original Dooms and they were able to put that feel of the running and gunning into a more modern game because you you know what it's like nowadays with your call of duties and your battlefields where you gotta hide behind and camp and and do your little you know squad bullshit no no doom running and gunning baby all night long i missed that you know what game was just like that but without the horror feel to it and i missed this too because i'm not a console gamer anymore Halo. Halo in the Halo 2, my favorite running and gunning game. Let me tell you. I remember when me and a buddy of mine formed a team here uh, in Arizona to go to Vegas for the, the first MLG for Halo 2. And uh, we did terribly, obviously. Uh, but... It was a fantastic time. Shit, I played that game religiously. And since I'm very close to Vegas again, I would like to get back in the tournament scene. But if I could ever put my hands on a fucking controller or a keyboard and mouse, you know, other than work and family life, um, that would be sweet. I did start getting into Killer Instinct, though. I do like what they did. Like, I mean, the graphics are amazing, and, and it feels just like classic Killer Instinct. But they made it all like a mobile game 
Like the fighting's still the same. But everything else is like, oh, you gotta buy a pack here, or you gotta earn credits to buy that pack, or um, shit like that. It, it feels like Mortal Kombat started doing that with the little fucking like loot crate bullshit that they've been doing, but Killer Instinct, damn, they turned it up to 11 with the with the loot crates. But I'm 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 enjoying it. I I guess I don't know. I'll play it. I I hope I hope I won't get bored of it. But uh as far as other games I've been playing, um I've been playing Hearthstone. Fuck Hearthstone. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. I can't can't <laughs> I can't get legend. I'm just not good. I just don't have the patience. I I think that's what it is. I I thought I was pretty good at the game. I've gotten a rank two before, but shit. I cannot get to legend. I don't know. I, I watch these other fucking pro streamers and shit. And they they just soar through. Like every single game they're hundred percent lucky, maybe one occasional bad game. And when they're not lucky, they still make the perfect plays and the other person's even less lucky. I don't know. Fucking I can't I can't do it. I uh I got to rank eight this season. And then I stuck got stuck in limbo again and I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> Look, even if even if I did play it nonstop, which I wouldn't be able to, I th I think that's the thing. I can't play it nonstop. Because I'll kill myself. Oh my god, I hate Pure fifty percent. Win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Win three, lose six. Kill me now. So I I don't know. I'm I'm concerned I might be quitting Hearthstone. But it got me on a leash, man. I bought too much shit. I've poured too much money into that game. I don't I don't know. It's just like college all over again, you know? Like first semesters, they they've got you on the hook for like nine grand. If you fall under full time, and you gotta pay that shit back. So you might as well just fucking go for your degree. Because you're 17 and 9 grand is a lot of money to you. <laughs> True story. I have been uh, playing Shadow of War as well. I do like it a lot. Um... Obviously, it's made by Warner Brothers, and it's exactly like Arkham City, Arkham Knight, all them shit. It's, uh, I like the theme of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like the, the Batman games as well, but I don't know. It gets to a point where they just up the difficulty to where the more, the better you get, the more they just dodge and block everything you do. And I, it's a lot like um, what Ego Raptor said about Ocarina of Time. How there's just so much like waiting around. Like you gotta wait for the right moment to strike and hold your little target there, or you gotta you gotta beat this guy up a hundred times and jump over to the other guy, and you gotta do that a million times. I mean. To be fair, I gripe about everything, so I mean, this is not 
this is uh, not saying the game is bad in any way, shape, or form, but I'm, I'm doing what I do best. I'm planning. <laughs> I, uh, oh yeah, Frank, the Shelob thing. So, not to spoil the game for you, but just in case you haven't played it yet, you might want to turn off right now or mute me. But, yeah, they made, they made Shelob, like, World of Warcraft makes their dragons. Like, you're a big fucking scary dragon, but you have a human form, too. So, Shelob is some hot chick whenever she wants to be. And has, like, an enchanting voice and stuff. But, I mean, was that ever mentioned in the story? That she could actually actually take a human form, you know? I don't remember that. I think they just made that shit up. Which, I mean, okay, but... I know you want character recognition from the movies or from the, the book. Just so you engage your, your players better. But, come on. You were doing just fine. You were doing just fine with a bunch of characters nobody ever heard of before, with the occasional, you know, Sauron or uh, what's his face that made ring. Yeah. So I don't know. Those are my small gripes, but otherwise the game is phenomenal, and I love playing it. Uh, except for right now, I did just build a couple of desks. Best desk I've ever had in my life before, by the way. But it has one of those slots for. Like a little cabinet for your for your tower. And uh the minute I turn on Shadow of War, the room gets real hot. And this area right here where my computer is starts radiating like a sun. Like a star. So I have along with my forty other purchases on Amazon, uh bought some cabinet fans. And uh, hopefully that does something for me so I can actually stream without worrying that my computer's going to catch fire. Hopefully. And I also bought Destiny 2. Uh, it was on sale for the Black Friday, Cyber Monday bullshit. And uh, I think it still might be on sale, so go get it if you haven't gotten it yet. Um... I haven't had a chance to play it other than the beta right now. Uh, it was fun during the beta. I'd like to see it as a full flesh game. But as soon as I turned it on, Frank got really mad at me. He was like stalking me. Like, he's like, how dare you play Destiny 2 without me? I'm like, I just wanted to see how pretty it was on my new, my new monitor and my, uh, my sweet video card. But yeah, uh, I think I'll be playing that pretty soon. Once Frank gets internet. And isn't busy so all the time. Fucking Frank. <laughs> uh, I've been meaning to play the new Wonderboy game. Um, Dragon's Trap. I... Have it installed. And... I haven't turned on... Because I want to stream it for you guys. I, uh, I streamed uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World a while back, which is a sweet-ass retro Sega Genesis game. But... And I, I played it start to finish, but that was like a, what, eight-hour game? That was when I had time. So, hopefully soon I can get Wonder Boy in there as well. 
the dragon's trap. Uh, I also got, uh, came out like two days ago, the new Star Ocean. Uh, I don't know if it's new. No, it's it's not new. It's a uh, Star Ocean: The Last Hope, but it's like a 4K remaster. Um, I was gonna install it, but I'm out of room, and it's a 50 gig game. I, I, I don't um, I don't have any room for that. You know, 50 gig game. What am I gonna do? Uninstall Grand Theft Auto 5? I can't do that. Anywho, there's your update in the gaming world for me. And on that note, take a quick drink. If you uh, guys out there watching want to shoot me some questions or comments while I drink, let me. <laughs> I can't uninstall GTA 5. It's amazing. You should install GTA 5, Frank. Alright, so the main topic I wanted to talk to you guys about today, which not like you're talking back to me, but uh, Christmas. So Christmas this year is interesting. Um, I used to, every year, um, have Christmas at my brother's house, and we'd all do a big old gift exchange. And, uh, we did easily spend between three hundred to six hundred dollars on each other's families, which you know, fine, no big deal. I don't mind. Um, now I get to do that like times two. Um, got a lot of people out here I gotta buy gifts for as well. So it's getting expensive. Not as expensive as Grand Theft Auto Five, huh, Frank? But I miss everybody out there. I kind of want to take a trip back after Tulsa and, and visit everybody because i got to say, moving out here to Arizona, I thought I was going to be hanging out with my friends a lot more often. Uh, but everybody, as I've said about 17 times already, is busy all the time, including me. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's ever going to get any better. And I don't know if that's a bad thing. I think it is a bad thing. Because I miss so many people. You know? But. As far as. Uh, the Christmas spirit is concerned. It's really hard to have a Christmas spirit. In Arizona. When it's. 85 degrees outside in December. Um, I. I like the snow. I like it for all of two weeks. And then I want it to just go away. And come back a little bit later and surprise you, you know? But in Tulsa, that shit would stay there sometimes for like a month and a half. And it would be 30 degrees outside for three months. That's too cold. Too cold for me. I can't do it. I think I need a vacation house out there a vacation house out here and just oh my god I'm a snowbird <laughs> oh my god I'm getting old <laughs> I just realized 
Okay. All right. Take me, take me back. All right. Yeah, time is definitely our most precious commodity, and it's like we have none of it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I do enjoy the time spent with friends and family. So I can't say it's like wasted time, but... Maybe I should just buy an RV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. I guess that's the dream for me. I'm going to be a snowbird. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Oh, man. All right, so anyways, I was going to tell you about uh, my experience in finding out about Santa Claus. See, I didn't learn that Santa Claus was a myth until I was 13. Yeah, about 13 years old. I'm not proud of it because that's kind of late, late in life to learn Santa Claus isn't real. But, you know, when I when I found out Santa Claus wasn't real, it was when... I was at my uh, grandma's house and my uncle and my younger cousin was there. And my uncle comes up to me and he's like, hey, I don't want you telling my son that Santa Claus isn't real. And I was just like, he's not real? You son of a bitch. Dude, he, he spoiled the spirit of Christmas for me. By telling me not to spoil it for his kid. <laughs> I was so like I okay, I'm not gonna lie. At the time I had my suspicions. I'm like, uh, I don't I don't think he's real, you know. I don't I don't think he's real. But I'm not sure. And then he confirmed it for me. And you wanna know what the first thing I thought of was? What else are my parents lying to me about? Then I learned everything else wasn't real. Oh, you put dollars under my under my pillow when I lose my teeth, my toothes. How do you do that? Like, how do I not wake up? I'm a pretty light sleeper now. Oh, they got it down to a science. All right, well, Easter Bunny. Oh, come on. Let's 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 think about the story for a little bit here, Neil. Of course he's not real, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> so, I mean, I went through all that. I went through massive, like, skepticism going forward. And I, I found it very hard to believe my mom and my dad after that about anything. It was a total eye-opener. And then, not to get too uh, preachy, but shortly after that, I watched... Uh, a George Carlin special. Um, it was titled You Are All Diseased. And uh, he started, you know, going on and on about how God isn't real and how, you know, the Ten Commandments is just a form of control and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I bet you my mom lied about that. It's, it's all a lie. <laughs> like, how, how are you going to, you know, tell me an invisible man pops through the chimney and gives me presents all day or, or on, on Christmas in, in the middle of the night 
and then all of a sudden tell me, yeah, that was just a joke, kids. Um, it was for the magic of Christmas. And then I'm supposed to believe all the rest of this stuff. So, yeah, that's that's really... Thanks, George Carlin. That's about the time I became an agnostic. Which, I'm not saying, by any means, anybody is stupid or any, I judge anybody for what their beliefs are. That was just my eye open. So don't don't take this as me hating on anybody. That was that was my experience. So do what you want to do, believe what you want to believe. I don't care. Just don't hurt anybody else. That's all I care about. But um <laughs> that was a that was a that was a very interesting time in my life and recently a very good uh friend of mine about about the time I learned. Actually, he's a, he's a little bit younger. He's about eleven year old. Um, his mother spoiled to him, and she's a good, very good friend of mine as well. Spoiled to him, you know, the secret of Christmas. And I was telling her, I'm like, look, I uh, I did say I was agnostic. Did I? I said I was agnostic, not not atheist. I am not an atheist by any means. Um. Not that it's bad to be atheist, but I'm I'm open minded, but I'm also I'm a I'm a standard fence sitter. <laughs> um the way I see it is if you've created a um <laughs> if if you've created a, a an environment in which there are things that there is no possible way to disprove or prove them. I mean, who am I to say that you're crazy? Who am I to say that you're wrong? But at the same time, I'm on to your shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're wrong, but I also don't think you're right. Don't, don't come here with your magic stories unless you got some proof for me. But like I said, I, I also don't disbelieve. But anyways, so that was my biggest concern was when she told her son was, uh, he's anything like I was, you, uh, you better, uh, be prepared for the uh, fallout that's about to happen. Well, surprisingly, uh, he took it really well. He cried a little bit. Um, but it turns out his, his biggest let down was that the elf on the shelf was not real I thought I thought that was pretty funny cause oh come on cause literally like he just lost a tooth and he got 10 bucks for it like 3 weeks prior so I'm like um you don't uh, <laughs> you're not mad that the tooth fairy isn't real he's like, he's like as long as the money keeps coming I don't care I'm like good call that is what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. And on that note, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about spoiling spoiling Christmas for your kids by saying Santa isn't real? What do you think the appropriate age is? How do you think you should do it? I'll give you a second to think about that.
<laughs> Frank doesn't know if you ever will. I mean, that's a school of thought for sure. Like, what if what if they find out on their own? Do you continue the lie, or do you do you uh, do you level with them? Stories are definitely great for children. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's a sense of wonder. It's a sense of, uh, you know, childlike wonder. And the way I, I described it to, to the boy was that it's basically a fun game to play. Because one of the things you have to tell him when you break the news to him is you can't break the news to anybody else. You can't spoil it for any anybody else in your class or anybody younger than you. You can't just go go and be running out of, in the middle of the street saying, "Yeah, everything's a lie. Santa Claus is a lie." You gotta keep it quiet. You're part of the game now. You're on the other side. You're playing for the other team. You know. But I mean, that that's definitely if Frank says a school. His parents never told him Santa Claus wasn't real. But obviously I'm sure he figured it out on his own. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. Personally, myself, I don't know if I could... I'd love to keep the tradition Santa Claus and all that stuff going for my kids one day. But at the same time, I really don't like lying. I don't like lying to my kids and I don't like having my kids learn that lying is okay. It's and you can call it a little white lie, you can call it a story, whatever, but I don't know. I think that's one of the weirdest things ever. It's like it's like a nationwide or global, you know, gag, prank that everybody's playing on their children. <laughs> and everybody's in on it, you know? It's like it's it's just weird to me. It's almost and I'm not gonna say it is, but it's almost creepy. It's almost creepy because it's like you don't even have to ask you know, your neighbor's parents or the, the parents of their kids or just any other adult, hey, don't spoil thanks not Thanksgiving. Don't spoil Christmas for my kids. Because they're not gonna. Because if they do, they're gonna get punched in the face probably. But everybody just knows. Same thing with the Easter Bunny, same thing with the Tooth Fairy. You don't see droves of adults running running the children saying, Hey, your parents are lying to you. So I I don't know how I feel about that. I mean Obviously, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. It's just something that it's food for thought, really. Which I hate that phrase, by the way, but something to think about. You guys got anything else for me? Come on, this is this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Just chatting at the camera. Alright, I think I got some more for you. So, 
me as an IT guy, I um I'm not the most handy person to have around in terms of like fixing household items and shit like that. Um primarily because I thrive in a computer environment. Well, I have like little to no confidence in fixing like toilet and shit like that. And you know, I'm okay with that. Um gift of runes <laughs> um that being said i i think it's for me that i think it's noble and i know it's kind of me tooting my own horn i think it's noble that i can actually say to myself hey if i try and fix that doorknob i'm gonna break that shit i should hire a guy to fix it so he could get done correctly about me causing further damage. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that you should be able to Google and YouTube everything and just take a stab at it, especially if it's like a rental house, and uh, fix it on your own, or should you hire a professional? I want to hear your thought on that. Anything? Anything? Nothing? <laughs> well, good for you, Frank. You think you're better than me? <laughs> Apparently, Frank just, you know, throws himself into the thick of everything. And golf clap for you, my friend. See, I, I'm all about exposing myself to getting more skills and knowledge um you know and getting experience like leveling up IRL Whoa. um I look at the DIY videos and think yeah 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 saying I'm I'm with you on that one if it's something I I feel like I could do without accidentally setting the house on fire or uh, electrocuting myself or flooding the house somehow I'll take a stab at it but once it gets a little bit more complicated I, I think I think hiring a contractor is good you know <laughs> there was this time where I had uh, I was big into uh, installing car stereos I never did it professionally I kind of did it more like a hobby and I was pretty good at it my brother taught me how to do it. And um, when I got my Acura about five years ago, that was more like seven years ago, I wanted to install this new stereo. Well, I didn't have a whole lot of time. I was busy all the time. I had to work a lot and yada, yada, yada. So I decided I was going to do it at night really wanted that new stereo. I couldn't stand dealing with the stock CD player. Well, I got a little bit overzealous, and I clipped a whole bunch of wires I shouldn't have. Needless to say, my blinkers didn't work anymore. Uh, my headlights didn't work anymore, because uh, apparently the headlights and blinkers work uh, in conjunction with your hazard lights. Uh, I had to end up taking the car to a professional. Because I just got 
I just jumped the gun and doing it in the dark. How stupid is that, really? So took it to the professional, and uh, I made up a little story. I made up a little lie. I don't like lying, but this one was really fucking embarrassing, so I had to make up a lie on this one. So take the car to the shop. Tell the guy, hey man, I hired this kid to install a stereo for me, and he fucked it up. Can you fix this for me? <laughs> and the dude says to me, he's like, I've never seen anybody do this before. Are you sure you know who you hired? And I'm just like, seething, like pissed on the inside. Shut up. <laughs> I'm so I'm like, yeah, you know, I I felt bad for the kid. He he said he knew what he was doing, and uh, I wanted to kick him some cash, but obviously, he fucked up the job. So can you please fix this? And I want to hear any more shit about how badly he fucked up the job. And thankfully, he did a fantastic job. He had to do some soldering, but needless to say, my niece is now driving that car with fully functioning stereo and headlights, and blinkers. Last I checked, anyways. Yeah, you might want to tell me if those aren't working. <laughs> I mean, that was fair. That's a fair lie, right? <laughs> Look, that kid that lives inside me learned a very valuable lesson. <laughs> Ugh. So, how about that Thanksgiving? You guys have a good Thanksgiving? I had a pretty damn good Thanksgiving. I think I drank way too much, though. And I actually didn't eat that much. I think I drank more than I ate. Yeah. Is that, is that a bad thing? No. No. No, it's not me that's wrong. Society that's wrong. <laughs> I've done been doing a whole lot of Black Friday shopping and starting on Thanksgiving obviously. Which, by the way, I think starting Black Friday on Thanksgiving is horseshit. I I I don't like it. Let people spend time with their families. I'm not just talking about the you know the Walmart employees and all of them. I'm talking about the people that don't have the you know the people that have the day off. Let them enjoy time with their families, and then on Friday, they can have their stupid deals. I'll tell you why Frank had a bad Thanksgiving though, as he is mentioning in the chat here. Frank made a shit ton of food. He had some trouble getting his kids to eat said food. <laughs> And then, his refrigerator died the next day. That is messed up. That is some shitty luck. That's like my Hearthstone luck, Frank. I am so sorry for your loss.
saying that's a good point what if they don't have families or they were disowned and they want to work to forget the sadness they feel can those people work on thanksgiving well let me put it to you this way if i know business owners and i do they don't give a shit what your situation is you know they will tell you you're working on thanksgiving or you're fired you better cut your dinner short by about 3 p.m. latest, or you're fired. Why? Because I'm the boss, you're the employee. I've been dealing with that a lot lately. Not at my job, but um, vicariously dealing with that. Someone else's job. They, uh, they're doing the whole posturing thing. You know, the whole, I make a lot of money, I'm in a higher position than you. Therefore, you need to do what I say, and I get to tell you what to do outside of work as well. And it's like, in a small town like this, what do you say? You have to listen. They can fire you without causing a right-to-work state. So what do you do? They get to choose your friends for you. <laughs> they get to tell you when you can and can't go to parties. It is just it's awful. How how can people be okay doing that shit? <laughs> uh, but anyways, back onto the whole Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, man. I mean, if I, that would be a great option if you know they were just a family of one and they wanted to work on Thanksgiving. But let's be real here. You give business owners an inch they'll take a mile well so and so that doesn't have much of a family is working Thanksgiving even though you have a family and you're taking Thanksgiving off he's a better employee than you fired get out I don't need you <laughs> I drink to forget <laughs> uh how do people sleep at night? <laughs> I just don't get it, man. Like, one of my biggest things, if I ever open up a business, I mean, think about it this way. You as a business owner, you as a, as a manager or, or whatever, some, somewhere high up, don't you think your employees would work for you a whole lot better? They liked you? You think cracking the fucking whip is going to get them to work harder for you? No. They're going to work just hard enough fly under the radar to where you don't fire them. And then when you're looking the other way, they're going to steal shit. I know this firsthand. But that was always my <laughs> cassette. That was always my thing, was if I ever open up my own business and I actually have employees, you know, never would I do that to somebody, because I can't imagine, for one, that they would, I, I don't know, how, people don't respect you, they fear you, but do you think fear equals respect? <laughs> Shut up, Frank, can't a man rant? 
I don't see you on here. I'm here by myself. You left me here. Alright, so I'm running out of shit to talk about. This goes a lot better with Frank here, but I did want to give you... I did want, want to give you guys a status update and let you know how much we appreciate you and we, we haven't completely disbanded yet. And when I say yet, we're never gonna. But I do want you guys to know that we do pour a lot of time, money, big time money, and resources into this and we try to make you guys uh, a good show and make you entertained. Entertain you. Um... Because we like to. I mean, we're not... I'm not, you know, spooning for compliments. I'm... If anything, I'm spooning for feedback. But... We do this because we like doing it, and we want to continue to do it. Keep on watching. As far as the future of Dashley Gentleman is concerned, we're going to be around for a while. We love doing this. As soon as Frank decides that, you know, it's a good time to come back and do this, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll, uh, have more of a steady streaming schedule, steady podcasting, you know, that sort of thing. You know, whatever's convenient for him, it's fine. Fine. Fine, I don't even care, it's fine. He should be, uh, up and running by next podcast. So anyways, guys, I thank you very much for dropping by and watching the show, listening, so on and so forth. You guys have no idea how much we we love to hear from you and we love to have you. Um, it just makes our day. It really does. So thank you again. <laughs> uh, Frank is Dingo. I'm Deus. We got Kyle. That's Schick. And then we got OG Ryan. He's typically OG Ryan. We got Jeremiah. He's just the Ankrenth. There's the gentleman on the screen names. Just in case you wanted to know, saying, or if you guys ever wanted a game with us or whatever. But anyways, let's wrap. Let's. I'm gonna wrap this up. And, uh, uh, watch on Doesn't do. I'm so sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Alright, guys, so thanks again for watching. We'll, uh, catch you on the next one. Like, share, like, subscribe. 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 Subscribe.